This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Hello, and welcome to Line Dance Podcast with... Megan Barcelia. And Christopher Gonzalez. Today, we will be reflecting on our classics night at Hot Monk Tavern in Nevada, where we only played dances, even if the songs were changed, that are... Roughly. Roughly 10 years old or older. I think there was one or two that may have been nine years, but... There were. There were a couple that we saw on YouTube as having videos that were 2010 and maybe the step sheet came out in 2009. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how they made the list. (laughs) That or I think those particular ones were just ones that we do actually consider classics as opposed to just an oldie. Mm Mm-hmm. We started the night at 6 p.m., and we did our best to keep it at 6 p.m. sharp. Even though not a ton of people had entered yet, the people that were there we knew would know the first few dances. Mm -hmm. We started with Have Fun, Go Mad to the original song by Blair. Yes. Followed by a couple of recent learns by Jamie and Betsy, Wave on Wave and Islands in the Stream. Mm Mm-hmm. I know in other areas like SoCal, they will do these dances to song changes, but we have only ever done them to Wave on Wave and Islands in the Stream at Hot Monk, as far as I'm aware. I really like them to the originals. Same. I wouldn't even know how they would work with different songs because I like how they hit mm-hmm. with the original, even if the song is maybe not necessarily the most current. Mm-hmm. After that, we threw them for a loop by playing Come Dance With Me to Come Dance With Me. And we have, at various times, done the dance Come Dance With Me to Beer Money, uh, Beers Ago, as well as Knockin' Boots. Yes, we've definitely song-switched that one a couple different times. Mm -hmm. So I know there was a couple dances throughout the night that people were kind of looked at me and I was like, no, you know this one. We normally do it to this. And they go, oh, okay. And then they were able to jump out and do it. Indeed there were. After that, we had a surprise request how did we find out that hot tamales was a possibility to play actually so one of our patrons Mm -hmm. betsy is just now really starting to sink her teeth into learning some of the more intermediate to advanced dances because she will be attending this year's Vegas Dance Explosion for the first time. So she's partnered with another couple ladies that attend our Thursday nights, Mm -hmm. uh, which is Jamie and Anne. And they've been getting together and kind of having cram sessions, and they learned hot tamales. Actually, uh, the three of them just learned it recently. So Mm. I was very excited. I love that dance, and I can put all of the reasons why I learned that onto Michelle Burton. Mm-hmm. I was lucky enough to be standing next to her at an event in Palm Springs a few years back, which now is actually hosted by Michael and Michelle. Mm-hmm. And we had a discussion about hot tamales being one of her favorite dances, and I remember telling you, since we're going to go to their event, Boogie Till the Cows Come Home, and that's one of Michelle's favorite dances, we should really, really learn it. Mm -hmm. And so we ended up learning it. And there's just been so many good memories attached to it ever since Mm -hmm. with Michael and Michelle, with um, Boots and Buckles, which is one of our Bay Area line dance groups. And, I mean, even being able to dance it at 
Windy City, I think last year with Tim Johnson, like I had a lot of fun. It was, it's cool to see like that dance be able to bring so many people together. So that was one of the, the fun surprises. And I told them, I was like, you dance, anytime you want to dance that one, you let me know. I will dance it with you. Mm-hmm. I danced it most recently at the Country Quick Stepper Social last Friday. And I believe Steve Hartney actually cut me on video. I believe it. That. He's, uh, he's really good about filming you. Yeah. I haven't posted that one yet, but uh, I, I wasn't sure if I, would, if I would get it on the first wall. And I just kind of trusted my body and went with it. And I did all right. All right. After that, actually, you know what? I should also mention, I first came to Hot Tamales by way of Hot Tamales Junior, Junior. which was, I believe, by Joe Thompson-Sminsky and John Robinson. Correct. And after learning that and feeling pretty confident in it, and then, you know, eventually being ambitious, because at that time this was pretty ambitious, uh, learning the full Neil Hale Hot Tamales dance, uh, I could see how elements of that would end up in Hot Tamales Jr. Okay. It is reminiscent of the full version. After that, we had Asking Questions. That was one of my, oh, I don't want to say ancient, but one of my early Hot Monk teaches. And it was in that interesting period after I had taught, I mean, when the whole thing started at Hot Monk, I think it was around 2015, 2016. And I was still teaching things from Mavericks, before, you know, back when Mavericks was in our recent memory. Um, then I think I started going into easier dances that didn't really stick around. Uh, a lot of Joe dances, like swinging thing, one wall, um, possibly other Scooter Lee and Joe sort of collabs. And then I started pushing a little more ambitiously toward dances like Asking Questions, where there were tricky turns yeah. and syncopation. Eventually I got away from that and went back toward the easy route and, you know, teaching I Love a Rainy Night and whatnot. But this was in that period when I thought, ah, they can handle a little more. Yeah, I actually remember you teaching Asking Questions and Double D at the same time, both at Hot Monk and actually when you covered for Stoney's Rock and Rodeo. Mm-hmm. And I'm still impressed that... Uh, Jamie and even Mickey, which is another one of our our Thursday regulars, mm-hmm. uh, kept asking questions. Yeah, like they they got out there and they were just like as if it was you know always done, and we do it every week, and it's definitely not. So mm-hmm. I was I was definitely impressed with them tonight, just getting out there and knowing the dance. Mm-hmm. So and I know that that Jamie really liked that one, which is why she kept it. And I think it's because that was one of the first not beginner dances that she learned probably from us or you specifically. Uh, so I think that allowed her to have that challenge. And when she got it, she had that confidence level. So hopefully, if not, Jamie, please, please, by all means, correct me. Mm-hmm. And as we've discovered recently, they do dance asking questions as locally as Jackson, but they dance it to an alternative track for which we know a separate line dance by Joey Warren, Rohit Soroto, and Rachel McEnany White. So we dance that instead, and then they dance asking questions to that track. Mm-hmm. Moving on, we have Flying Eight, which I knew that since Betsy was there, Betsy would dance. Yes. So that was another one that we could play before we got into our lessons, as well as Slap and Leather, which immediately followed Flying Eight. Mm-hmm. 
And for that, we were able to get more people out on the floor who did not know flying aid or asking questions or hot tamales and who yeah. kind of would maybe do come dance with me but thought, well, isn't this the, supposed to be the beer money dance or anything like that? So if they were out for the last three or four, they could at least jump in for slapping leather before the lesson. Yeah, I think... Um I think it was about 6.30 at this point where mm. we were really just trying to get people to come in before we started like teaching lessons. Because um, I, yeah, I want to say I, I started lessons pretty close to 6.30 mm -hmm. uh, and I started with Dance Ranch Romp. Mm -hmm. uh, it was it's one of my favorite classics because it's easy it's fun it's accessible it's got a good song with uh, dance by Twister Alley as one of its potential song usages and there's a couple different places that have done it I also just remember I think this was the one yes this was the one that I saw at my very first Vegas line dance explosion late, late night Sunday when it was pretty much like a handful of just dance attendees and then the remaining instructors and Joe, Maddie, um, Chris Watson, uh, who else was out there? John Lieberman, Rick Dominguez. Was Will Craig out there too? I can't remember if Will was it's there or not. Possible. I'd have to look at the video. Mm -hmm. But they were just having a blast out there dancing this one. And I knew I wanted to learn it. Mm -hmm. So it was, it's definitely one that I, I cherish as well. I remembered it being done at the grad at a time when I was still kind of overlapping attending Mavericks and the grad. Mm -hmm. And because it wasn't done at Mavericks, I thought, well, eh, Right. I, I know enough of these grad dances that I can be active and and engaged, and I just don't have to do this one. This is clearly a grad dance. We're never going to do this one at Maverick, so I'll probably never see it again if, I, <laughs> if I'm not going to the grad you know, more regularly. Gotta love how young we were. Yeah, and yes, a, I'm going to use the word time. young. It was a very different time. This would have been about 2014, 2015 before Mavericks closed. Yeah. And also, I think they, they song changed Dance Ranch Romp. It wasn't... See, they did They did 52 beers... Oh, no, they did 1,452 beers ago, and we did 52 beers ago. Um, and then I think maybe this was the one that they did with Rocket? And then for Baby Likes to Rocket, they did another song instead yeah, of Rocket? Yeah, they, they definitely song-switched randomly. Musical they are like, wait chairs. a minute, but doesn't that one go with that dance yeah. that we just did? Yeah. Yeah. It's a little confusing. Yeah. All right, let's see after Dance Ranch Romp, The Teach, we had, oh my goodness, a dance we certainly need to review, which was Somebody Like You. And that was attempted by Megan, myself, uh, Sam, and Natalie. And also, I think I figured out where we Went had wrong. trouble. Yes. So we did get the Rock Recover triple turn. And then after that, it's a turn of the quarter, side rock, recover, cross, point. And then cross, kick, and cross, and cross, and cross sun wind cross point now i don't think any of us were doing the side rock recover cross point we just knew eventually we had to get into the cross cross, cross kicking cross. yeah yeah i definitely remember like trying to piece it together and i couldn't find where those counts were but i knew where the cross and cross and cross and cross right. touch unwind step point 
and mm. then like the sailor sailor mm. tep point and then into the crazy weave and then i lose it again that was the other part so after uh, we did get the sailor and then the behind unwind uh, rock recover and cross and behind and cross and behind and i really wanted to do like and heel and cross because Something, that's in other yeah. dances but that was wrong yeah it's and cross and behind and cross and behind rock recover just whole counts on the right and left rock recover step and then turn and square to either the front or the back. Okay. That would have put us on the left foot. And then, for then we get the cross the rocks. The part we got. Yeah. Which again, we. <laughs> cross yeah. my bow, cross my bow, step, turn, or rock recover, triple turn, rock yeah. recover, beckon, beckon, coaster step, yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's, it's very interesting because normally we are very lucky and whichever pieces you are missing are the pieces I have. And vice versa. Mm -hmm. This was not the case. It was the first time it was not the case. Yeah, we were both missing us. the same pieces and we're like, uh-oh, yeah. clearly we need to dance this one more so we don't lose it. I agree. I was so close to putting Let It Rip and I think Let It Rip was on this playlist originally, but I kept pushing it later and later after the anxiety caused by what happened to somebody like you. I'm like, nah, I believe it. It's about you know equal level of complexity there, so... We'll just wait till the next classics night. Right. <laughs> to let her rip after reviewing. After that, I thought, oh my goodness, we need a softball. So we went with Cruisin' and uh, we set it to the original song, Still Cruisin' by the Beach Boys, which I think made people happy probably just doing one they knew. Yes, I did think it was funny because this was one that everybody was like, what is this one? What is this one? Because um, our DJ Jeff likes to use the song Havana. Mm -hmm. um, that's his general go-to for this one. And normally, I like, I believe it's Little Texas, Kiss mm. the Girl, which is their cover of the Disney Little Mermaid, Kiss the Girl. <laughs> yeah, that one. Shout out to the wifey. Um, but anyways, so they're not used to hearing it to the original, but I was certainly glad we were able to play it to the original. Once they figured out which dance it was, everybody was like, oh, oh yeah, I got this. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Keeping the softballs coming, we also threw out some Dizzy to the original song Dizzy by Scooter Lee, covered by Scooter Lee. So they were able to get cruising and Dizzy in. And then, did I fully teach? I did. I did teach Aussie. You so did. So my first teach would have been Aussie, which I have taught there before. And again, I think I must have been going with like a... Man, somebody like you, the, the, the feeling still lingers. Let's keep them confident. We also had some kids there. Yes, that too. Yeah, uh some early learners yes. in the world of line dance and I forgot where I heard this but I heard maybe I'm making this up I could have sworn I've heard this before that with absolute beginner dances it's actually good for the song to be longer because they get more repetition in and when you're an old I don't want to say older when you're a more experienced dancer and you're like churning through dances every th three months you know, after whatever big event has just happened you want to do the dance and then move on to the next one that you're super excited about. So if you do the dance that's to a song that's two and a half or three minutes, perfect. You get more dancing in. When you are an early dancer, you want more reps because you don't feel that confident. You don't want to just move on to the next one. You want to like milk the one that you've learned for as many minutes of fun as you can get. Right. So since you know last time we had done this to Fireball, which I think is shorter, and is you know a more contemporary song and has some references that I don't think the kids would have you know fully appreciated at their age. Uh, we went with the original. It's classics night after all, and we used Levantando. Oh, let me Levantando las manos. 
There's no ña. Son manos. El simbolo from the album. Exitos. Anyway. I really want to say gesundheit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to say that in Spanish. <laughs> gesundheit. No, that's... No. Crossover. That's weird. My my Dutch grandma used to say gesundheit um, instead of gesundheit, which I guess would be more German. Okay. So that's my family history for all those listeners out there. Tuned in, tuned in on either liondancer-radio.com or liondancepodcast.com, available at Buzzsprout or Spotify or other places that you might get your podcasts. Right. Yeah, I thought that teach went all right. Uh, I remember before thinking at Dolly's class that you know the song's kind of long. I think it's offhand maybe like four and a half minutes, if not longer. But they were into it, and there were a lot of what looked like first-time learners there, and even several back walls into it when I was able to see everyone and I was on the front, they looked like they were still enjoying it. So I'm yeah. glad that, that first teach uh, started off like my teaches with, with me feeling good about you know what, whatever might be coming later. Yeah. After that we had, and I should probably also mention, um, there was, after a certain point, it, a loose format developed of yes. teach that gets everyone on the floor. Classic that a few people know, but not like a ton. That way most of the people can take a break because they've just been dancing. And then after that, maybe get some more people out there mm -hmm. and you know, get the ones that they are used to or uh, w maybe would have requested if this were a normal night. Kind of anticipating their request. All right. All right. After that, we had Dr. Doctor being our Not Many People Know It dance. And some of those from Sonoma State Line Dance Club that we taught were in attendance. So they they still remembered it. And they actually have lots of chances to do this because they used to do it at the grad before they closed. And they still do it at uh, Stoney's. Yep. So Dr. Doctor was able to put a few people onto the floor. After that, we had Tush Push to... Fire, uh, the Firemen by George Strait, mm -hmm. which I think my grandma has described as like the best. And, you know, um, Jeff has also said like, that's like the ideal Tush Push song. He's said Havana is the ideal cruising song. He says it's like perfect for it, more so than the original cruising. And uh, Tush Push is best fit with The Firemen. Now, we're used to doing it to What Was I Thinking by Dirk Bentley because it has 40 count phrases just like the dance. So it stays... On phrase, mm -hmm. the fireman, you know, has a nice pace to it. I think it's shorter and it goes off phrase, but it's the classic. So, since it's classics night, that's what we used. After that was your teach, cowboy rhythm. Okay, that's, I knew there was another one. Yeah, cowboy rhythm. I I really like that one to the song switch of crazy little thing called love mm -hmm. um by brett eldridge brett eldridge i was like it was either brett or thomas rett i couldn't mm -hmm. remember yeah i get the um, sometimes. i really like it to that one and i thought that, that would be a good fit for what af i mean i off after all i taught them dance french romp first then you taught them aussie and so i didn't want to like completely drop down in like difficulty challenging levels but I also wanted to give them something a little bit easier for them to do and kind of build on what we've already uh, done like for instance with the fan in Dance Ranch Romp now they get 
or I guess a heel grind. Now they get to do a fan, 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 fan. And so they kind of, it kind of plays with the theme a little bit and they're a little bit more comfortable with it. And then I was actually thoroughly impressed with them being able to do the brush, brush, clap, snap. Mm. They did really good, like first try. And I, I was very impressed. So I was glad I was able to add that in there for them when it came to that dance. So it was a little bit faster than I was initially prepared for. And that was my fault. But I think it's because the last time I danced it to it, we still danced it to a crazy little thing called love, but it was not this cover. Oh, you mean at uh, Rock and Brews? Yes. Yes, we used the Dwight Yoakam one because that's what uh, DJ Mark had. Yeah, and I feel like that one was a little bit slower. Mm. And so I think that's where I was in my mind counting. Mm. So, But now I know in future reference I'll be able to speed it up better. Yeah, I think that's why I never retaught it because I taught it at Hot Monk to this song and I got so dis- I felt so discouraged after we did play it full speed and I realized the same thing like oh man I did not accelerate them that, yeah I didn't up, prepare up to tempo um, in in time for music or we didn't do enough reps or something and they didn't look like they were like 100% confident mm-hmm. so I I just instead of you know reinforcing it and teaching it every week I thought oh okay well I guess this one was too hard I'll never yeah. teach it again but I really like that one especially with that song yeah so I think that that was just my mistake and, and it's an easy fix for future teachers. Yep. So because the dance is easy enough to teach, it's just getting them used to the speed is the only thing. Mm-hmm. So up next, just to give everyone a break since that one is a peppy one, hold your horses. We had a few people out there who remembered learning hold your horses at Sonoma State Lion Dance Club. And then after that Zydeco Lady, which we actually have taught at Hot Monk. And I don't know if we've done it at Twin Oaks as well. I know we've danced it at Twin Oaks. Uh, we do it sometimes to Eddie Raven's Zydeco Lady, which is the original track and what we danced it to uh, tonight. And sometimes we do that dance with Heartache on the Dance Floor. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, Heartache on the Dance Floor would go off phrase with tags or whatever it is you need to do to adjust a 32 count dance to fit it. But Zydeco Lady, because it's kind of wonky in, uh, in its counts and like uh, symmetry, fits different parts of the song at different times. Yes. Yeah, I, I really enjoy that about that. So it helps keep Zydeco Lady alive and it keeps uh, some, some pleasant, enjoyable contemporary music playing through the speakers. Since I have such a soft spot for the original, I was happy right. to play the original tonight on Classic Night. I think I, I specifically asked you to play it to the original, and you're like, oh yeah, definitely. And I'm like, yay. Yeah, That's one of our other memories from Vegas Dance Explosion, mm-hmm. and that would have been 2017. And that was the night that everyone was dressed in white. That was Sunday, yes. I believe. And Louis th- was going on a, a classics kick himself. Mm-hmm. I think he played Zydeco Lady mostly for Joe and Madison to dance. Yeah, and I remember we both got out there and followed it. Mm-hmm. And that was when we got like our first full exposure to it. And mm-hmm. Definitely wanted to keep it. Yeah. I just remember like 
Maybe maybe I'm like imagining it, but I seem to remember Joe looking very pretty dancing it. Joe is always pretty though. Yeah. But yes, true. she has this way that she moves when she turns and like has that like sailor and it's and I always vision it cuz it comes right um along the lines with the line of like when she sashays by mm-hmm. and so I could I could just see it and it's just it's perfect. Yeah. And of course since some people in, in attendance would not have known Hold Your Horses or Zydeco Lady we followed up with Watermelon Crawl another classic Joey would have been happy Joey Warren out in the East Coast somewhere um, he would have appreciated this being played after that we had a teach I taught Cowboy Charleston and I used the the song that I've been using since at least late 2018 in my Brookdale Senior Living class which is now Roanoke Park Retirement Community Happy Living by Kojir it's like the fourth name change for that building in the years that I've been there. Uh, Throwback Love by Megan Trainer. We actually have danced Throwback Love. We, we learned the dance Throwback mm-hmm. Love with a collaboration by the European folks. And since we didn't have enough people, we, we don't have enough people uh, are locally to dance Throwback Love, uh, I still get to hear this song on a weekly basis with my seniors, and we dance Cowboy Charleston to it. Yes. The last time we taught Cowboy Charleston at Hot Monk, we used Banana Phone by Raffi. <laughs> um, so this was a change, and I think people enjoyed it. Yes. The, the kids who, the, those same three kids who were in the front uh, this time, I think were able to get a good grasp on the dance. I remember the ones, the, most of the ones who learned it to Banana Phone did, did all right as far as like most of their walls, but I remember them getting confused. I, th- I don't know whether I used more emphatic hand gestures or if um, I was lifting up my legs higher. Something about this teach really Looks seemed smoother. to stick. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to remember that for next time I teach it. Syncopated Rhythm followed that. Again, giving most of the folks there a break. And Syncopated Rhythm is one that we taught at Sonoma State Line Dance Club. We teach many classics at Sonoma State Line Dance Club especially as of this past year. Apparently. Yep. After that, we had Cornell Crawford as the song played for Alley Cat. Cornell Crawford by Katie Oslin. And then a special edited copy of Last Night by Chris Anderson for the dance Chill Factor. And this is the version that we are used to locally that does not require or does not make you feel like you need to do a restart because it takes out that whole swirly instrumental bit right before they get back into another verse. It's just music all the way through, so it stays on phrase or feels like it stays on phrase. Yes. Yeah. That way, so on phrase meaning like when you do the mama hope, mama hope, mama hope, come on, you're hopping forward and back and forward and forward and heel and heel or whatever it is you do, wherever it is you do, chill factor. I'm sure many people do it slightly differently because it's a country bar dance as well as a circuit dance. Then you had a teach. It was country walking, not to the original song walking in the country by Keith Urban and the ranch, but giddy on up yes. by Laura Bell Bundy as danced at the grad. Yes. I know that this is one that has had many an issue hmm. when it comes to Northern California. Yes. Um, I know I originally learned it incorrectly, Mm. and then I went and danced it at the grad, which they made it a two-wall dance, Mm -hmm. which it is a two-wall dance, but they still did the 
you're right. It's a four wall dance. Sorry. They still did the, they say that they made it into two wall dance and they did the ending wrong. Mm -hmm. And then at Stoney's, they made it a four wall dance, but they still did the ending wrong, which was different than what they did at the grad, which is also different than what I learned back in Sonoma County. So I was definitely glad that when I was able to teach it tonight, I was able to teach it two-step sheet Yay. to find out actually how the last eight counts work. And I remember laughing because I was like, wait, that's what I'm supposed to be doing? <laughs> oh, okay. Um, and I think they actually had a little bit of fun with that one too from when I was teaching it because definitely with the stomp, stomp, out, in, out, in, out, in, out, in, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a mess when I try and call this later, but that's okay. So... I was glad to get that one in there. One of these days I'll have to try dancing it to walking in the country. Yes. I just have never done it to that one before. Yeah. And, and after a crazy little thing being faster, mm -hmm. I wanted something I was a little bit more prepared for. And I wouldn't have been able to help you on the mic with count in because mm -hmm. I did not know the count in. Right. After that, we had Tropicana Parking Lot to the song All Things Considered, which is one of my favorites. If not the dance remix of Little Bird by, I think, Sherry Austin, mm -hmm. then I would go All Things Considered by Yankee Gray. It's one of my favorite Tropicana Parking Lot songs. After that, Tailgate by Neil McCoy. And I think I may have made Patrick and Marshall happy uh, with playing this one because we have not done it in a while. I taught it, and they loved it and would request it and write it in. And then I think after a while, it just, it, it kind of maybe faded from local awareness and, and everyone was just kind of all right with that. And then bam, here it comes. Do you remember it? Yeah. Pop quiz. Yeah. yeah. There were, yeah. there were a few people out there, including, you know, Patrick and Marshall, but like in addition to them, um, who, who kind of tried to like get this back or follow it. And I like it as a dance to do once in a while with. Um, with the other dances that we do regularly because when it's once in a while it reminds me more of Mavericks and Kodiak Jacks and like when we used to do it where we used to do it, the people we used to do it with if I do it every week then it, it just reminds me of the present so it, the memories aren't as strong I like when the memories are strong for this one because I yeah. really liked it back in the day this, this one's a special kind of dance for me for mm -hmm. one I learned it ever so slightly incorrectly but it was still so close to how it's actually choreographed it's just a instead of a stomp I do an extra kick or something like that and it just it's not it's not enough of a difference that like I'm going the wrong way or like I'm stopped when everybody else is moving or anything like that mm. but it is one that I used to do with my three girls my cousin my one brain and my wifey um, and we used to actually rotate so that we were always in line with each other. We were never like in front or back of each other, regardless of which wall we were facing. So that was, that's always brings back memories for me as well as this is one of the few that actually is done on the regular from what I've seen at Pikes Peak Line Dance mm -hmm. in Colorado. And so 
it was an interesting experience the first time I saw it there. Mm -hmm. So now I have this happy memory that at least once a year I get to go to Pikes Peak Line Dancer Bust and I get to be able to dance this one with them. Mm -hmm. so. After that, because of course, not everybody remembered my teach of tailgate back in however long ago it was. And Tropicana parking lot is faster and more complex. We had Copperhead Road. We did. And I talked them through a couple walls of it. And if anyone's curious how we do it at Hot Monk, it's the one with heel, 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 hook, heel together, heel, hook, heel together, heel, 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 rock, recover, back, and rock, recover, back. And that during those rock recovers, you're turning uh, slightly to the left. Also, fun fact, the way that we used to do it back at Mavericks and Kodiak Jacks, where it's not 32 counts, mm -hmm. but involves like more stomps, that can be found on Copper Knob or any other step sheet dispensary online as Southern Stomp. If you look up Southern, Southern Stomp, Stomp. Okay. you will find the way that we used to do Copperhead at Mavericks that went off phrase. Intriguing. Yeah, this was the version that they, they uh, taught in some buckle video, like the, the pants and other clothing store buckle. They have an instructional video of the way we do it, and I like it staying on phrase. It's huh. also not the Kentucky Chug version with the hoop, hoop, that a lot of other places um, mm -hmm. use as their dance for Copperhead Road by Steve Earle. Hmm. Yeah, this one is good for beginners. It gets all the aggression out of your guy and you want to stomp and stuff uh, during the rock recovers, doing the turn. And the heel hooks are, can be a little tricky, but they prepare you for maybe if you want to do whiskey bridges down the line. Right. It's a good, good little step pattern to know. After that, we have, haha, deja vu which is the song You Remind Me by Mandy Moore. And I taught this as a little bonus teach a few months back to a small group. And we did it for a few weeks, and then it just kind of fell off of the written-in request list. We brought it back tonight yes. to, to mixed results, but uh, you know, it, it, I think it was good just to like remind them, this dance exists. You will yeah. see it again in the future. They got really excited, actually. Because I went on the floor and I was dancing it with dancing it with them on the floor mm -hmm. and after we were done they were like I love that one so much I'm so glad he played it Yay. so I was definitely glad we got that one in there shout out JP mm -hmm. after that uh, oh yes so Copperhead Road I talked through a couple walls Deja Vu I talked through several walls and then I had an actual teach and it was Country As Can Be to the song Country As A Boy Can Be by Brady Seals mm -hmm. this one I thought would be nice for people who really wanted to dance what they know as the outlaw, but would be more appropriate music-wise for everyone in attendance, including the kids that we still had there. Also, now that we know more of the story, feel free to correct us, Suzanne Wilson, if you are listening. Uh, now that we know more of the story behind the outlaw, I can feel confident in saying, Country as can be is the original. It belongs on Classics Night. <laughs> and also in Stoney's in Vegas, they changed the music and they changed the steps. And so they called it the outlaw to reflect the change in the steps, as Suzanne mentioned in a comment thread mm -hmm. online, which is how we became educated in that matter. I like it to the original song, Country as a Boy Can Be. And this is another one they do in Colorado Springs. Yep. We've seen and danced this at their bar, Copperhead Road, and they, during the part um, when you 
This is something, something, something. Mash my own taters. They get real loud on the yes. mash my own taters part. I like that. Yes. Maybe one day if we play this uh, to the original song often enough, we can introduce that the way we've introduced some things to Copperhead Road from other places we have traveled. After that, since everyone was able to participate in Countries Can Be, and some of them may have needed a break, we decided to get real weird with it and play Trust Me Yay. to Vincero by Frederick Kempe. Yeah, that, that I think was Such a big a surprise for ridiculous people. song, and I love I, I it. I enjoy it, yeah. I love it because it's so obscure, off the wall. Like, what is this, and how is there a line dance to it? Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's a blast. It's like Italian disco opera. Right. And, like, kind of house-ish music. And even though I was dancing on stage instead of on the main floor uh, with more room, the felt of the stage, the felt of the surface of the stage... Uh, against my very smoothed out suede bottom shoes made me feel like I was gliding during some nice. of those those parts uh, like the the spinny parts and the shuffling turns i I enjoy that one and I'm glad that even if I mean if, if people see it and they want to learn it wonderful um, if they saw it and just thought huh I didn't know you could line dance to that then mission accomplished right classics night was a success after that. <laughs> Because that that's an odd that's an odd one right there. We decided to get real familiar with Men in Black, MIB, song by Will Smith. They request this every week. It's very popular. As you've described it before, it's like your peak of the night dance. And decided just to keep it nice and safe. Yeah, and everybody requests it. Everybody has fun dancing it. And it's one that if they show up early and leave early, and they show up late and leave late. Like they're still gonna request it, so if you play it too early, the late nights miss it or miss it and re- re-request it. And if you play it too late, the early birds are gonna miss it, and then you've just not played their request. Mm-hmm. So I generally, I generally as a DJ like to keep this one in our nights, kind of mid of the night, so that people can actually, the most amount of people have access to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this one actually, um, it wasn't exactly at the halfway point, but it was just a few minutes after the halfway point. So I guess, you know, we leaned a little bit more toward the the people who are used to us going to 11. Yeah. And and we had to end at 10, so that was probably a a fortuitous time for it. After that was, as we ourselves are slightly at our beyond halfway point, we had After Party to the original song. After Party by Coffee Brown. I was in conversation when you you played this, and mm-hmm. I turned around, and you're up on the stage leading it, and I was like, cool, works for me, because normally we're pretty good about, like, when we teach a dance, being the person up there leading the dance, mm-hmm. but it was it was nice to, to be able to continue my conversation and know that you still had it, and you could lead it for, like, a wall or two before they were on their own. And I did look for you. And I didn't see you, so I'm like, oh boy, I hope I know this within one wall. And I did. Because <laughs> I've taught this at uh, Twin Oaks before, Twin Oaks Roadhouse, um, to the original. But that's been so long ago at this point. And I don't, I don't dance it when it's played regularly to House Party, which yeah. was the song switch that you've, you've gone with for it, uh, as they do it in SoCal. Yes. Uh, with, with that in some areas. I, I, kinda, I just figured I'd, I'd like trust my body and go with what felt right. Which is sort of what I did with Deja Vu as well. And I think it turned out all right. Yeah. Didn't confuse anyone. Yeah, it probably confused you because at that point, 
Um, I believe Betsy had given me her hat. Mm. So all of a sudden I was wearing a cowboy hat and my mm. back was to the stage. Mm -hmm. So when you went to look for me, you probably didn't recognize that. That's possible. It's entirely possible. After that. Oh, I said Betsy. Right. I meant Jamie. Mm -hmm. My apologies. After that was a teach of Mama Maria. Yeah. yeah. This is such a valuable beginner dance. Shout out Frank Trace. It, I mean, it is done everywhere. It is simple enough because it's walking forward and kicking for half the dance and walking back and touching. But it's different because it goes to the diagonals. So even the vine right, vine left with the turn at the end, you don't have to do a full quarter turn. So like people can... Like, it's an easier dance. It's not going to pull on muscles as badly. Mm -hmm. And I just, I think it's one of those huge confident boosters as well. Mm -hmm. I had a packed floor for it, too. And they looked like they were really, really enjoying it. So I was, I was really glad you just suggested it as a teach. Even Louis has had some positive things to say about it for getting people going at events. Yeah. It just, it definitely went over really well tonight. They really enjoyed it, even with its simplicity and the crazy, like, everything we threw at them tonight. Everything from complicated to beginner to somewhere in between. Uh, I think they still just really enjoyed it. The next one is one that I had originally planned to play earlier, and we went with Trust Me Instead because I couldn't find Stephanie Miller, uh, our former president of Sonoma State Line Dance Club. And I know that she enjoys Cannibal Stomp, so I, I wanted to be sure that she had an opportunity to dance yes. it with us. It is to the song Cannibals by Mark Knopfler. And I had my hat tonight, so I could do like the, the hand on brim, looking to the sides and looking forward bit that got added in somehow over time. Uh, you don't see this one often, but... When you do, I mean, people in the crowd could probably hear how happy it made Steph. So, of course, that made me very happy. And we got to dance this recently at Barry Line Dance Connection as well. We did. So, Cannibal Stomp's getting a lot of love in uh, Northern California as of the last two or three weeks, which I think is entirely appropriate for such a fun dance. <laughs> After that was a familiar dance to many, but to an unfamiliar song. Ghost Train to the original song, Ghost Train, parentheses, going downhill fast by Australia's Tornadoes. I definitely had to pull this up separately while I think you were doing a teach at some point so that I could hear the count-in because we I never it. we never do it to this song. We usually do it to Zorba's Dance by LCD, which kind of sounds like a video game. It's, it's fun in its way because it has the oppa part, you know, when it gets all quiet and then speeds up. I enjoyed doing it to this song though because I didn't know what was coming I didn't yeah. know when they were going to change up the instrumentation or feel like it was speeding up uh, so it was a, a new and exploratory experience for me and hopefully for the others who attempted it as well yeah I definitely enjoyed listening to this song being played um, again I found myself in a conversation so I was unable to take the lesson or at least dance it when it ended up getting played full speed i did talk it through as well okay. so that, that might have been the part that sounded like a lesson yeah um but it was it was certainly one that i was like okay it's all right um it's 
I am very particular and I prefer it not to Zorba's dance, but so many people love it that I'll just sit it out when it does get played. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, I mean, I have so many opportunities to dance so many different dances that, you know, it's nine times out of 10, it's actually a welcome break for me. Mm-hmm. But, um, cause I also don't want to like diminish people's fun by any means. Mm-hmm. If they're having a blast out there. That's all I care about. And, but it was nice having the switch for tonight after that we had wild wild west boogie another chris hookie dance in addition to earlier zydeco lady and this was to the song by the escape club and i talked them through the first couple walls because this is an unusual dance in that you shuffle to the left side first and then to the right and then you do your shuffle halves and then you can do the step sheet version and you know do a turn going forward or i just walk i think everyone else was just walking forward and then at the very end, you do a vine where you step left to the side, right behind, and either on the last count or the second to last count, it must be the second to last count, you spin a half on your left foot. I think that's what, how that happens. And you stomp your right down. And then you start your side shuffle to the left again. It's an unusual way to end a dance, but I think by making a couple counts in your dance unusual, people want to do it more often to really get it and then of course while you have mastered it somebody else at the club wherever you are in 1990 whatever it is sees that dance like oh that's interesting i got i've got to try that and then they get up and try that and then when you've mastered it the next person sees it so i think having a a couple of unusual counts really for choreographers who are listening out there uh, really gives your dance an edge in terms of longevity having that weird little hook i know rob fowler has talked about having having like a a tricky bit that people need to struggle for that way it feels better when they finally do get it yeah it feels earned right if everything's just you know kind of handed to and it's a bunch of rocks and shuffles and you've done them all before then you don't feel anything different unless you love the song you 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 don't want to do it every week yeah after that we had a review of Turbo Twang, which I taught on my birthday, June 27th, uh, the last time that we were at Hot Monk Tavern. And originally, oh, what did I, what did I teach it to? It was a country song. It was a contemporary country song. It was like This Girl or I can't believe I don't even remember it now. Only a couple weeks later and I don't remember. That's what happens when you get old. I mean, um, <laughs> no. I honestly don't remember. That's I remember okay. it being not the most ideal for like syncing with steps to me. Hmm. Like I remember hearing going, okay, yeah, I guess I can see how that works, but mm. it definitely isn't satisfying mm. the way it is to the one you taught it to tonight. And I did consider teaching it to the original, which was turbo twang as as mm-hmm. it is you know the dance is, is the same as the the song title you know, turbo twang by i want to say it's wayne warner perhaps i can certainly pull that up on uh on my phone tonight i taught it to burn it to the ground and i did also give the the little special notice that in other parts of the country they aha and turbo twang is by wayne warner uh, they dance what they call Burn It to the Ground to the song Burn It to the Ground but I 
in in my observations, I believe it's just a mutated form of Turbo Twang. So I taught it straight vanilla to the step sheet as Turbo Twang, but we danced it to burn it to the ground. So if anybody ever travels down to SoCal and they happen to put that song on and they're dancing Turbo Twang next to somebody who is dancing what they learned as Burn It to the Ground by Nickelback, they'll they'll not it, bump into each yeah, other. It'll be they'll close be enough perfectly be, in sync. Yeah, yes. that'll work. Yeah. After that, oh, and also, in case anyone's wondering, the kids went to bed. The little ones who, who had joined us, they were all out of the building, so I felt safe in reviewing At Turbo this Twang point, yeah. to this song, which we did not get to do on June 27th. After that, Walkin' Wazzy to Down at the Twist and Shout by Mary Chapin Carpenter, and I think I, I, I went through a couple walls of that up on stage and then sat back down getting the rest of the playlist ready. And then DHSS which I had taught this past semester at Sonoma State Line Dance Club. The song was Coffee by Super Sister. And I think, even though Sam, uh, our, our club member, Samantha Hugger, had been sitting and resting her foot during some parts of the night, she did get up for this one. I think she and probably many of us at club were thinking of our friend Sadie. Miss Sadie. Uh, who, who was with us far too briefly this past semester at Sonoma State Line Dance Club. Before she moved back home. Yeah, and she loved this dance. So, shout out to Sadie. Uh, you are in our thoughts. Frequently. DHSS, especially. After that was your teach of another Joe Thompson dance. Cut a rug. Yes. I actually, this is the first time I've ever taught this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's one that you used to teach early early in our teaching experience at hot monk and twin oaks Mm -hmm. and it was another one that was a little bit different for me because again i'd never taught it Mm -hmm. and i i did um i am familiar with the song but for whatever reason i feel like i i didn't quite get them up to full speed in time Mm -hmm. but they were able to pick it up pretty easily um I did show them the different levels of the step together, grapevine, rolling vine options. Um, Just because the step sheet itself, the primary step is the step together, step touch, step together, step touch. Mm -hmm. And then in the options, it says you can do this as a vine. But I also know that you can turn any vine into a rolling vine as well. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to show them that they could do it different ways depending on how they felt and what they wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So I like to do that every once in a while. Mm -hmm. And I told them I'm going to be doing a grapevine um, for this part here. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, just kind of went with the rest of the dance. Uh, We did it to, what is it, Stuck Like Glue Mm -hmm. by Sugarland. Yep. Which... um, I had some very, very enthusiastic ladies up front. Um, They were happy to be there. They were ecstatic to be there. Mm -hmm. I felt like I had my own cheerleading squad standing on the front row. Mm -hmm. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I'm glad they were having fun. Yeah, especially as we were getting toward the end of the night, having that infusion of energy really benefited everyone. Yeah, I think think at first it shocked people (laughs) because they were like, what is this? But after a while, they just kind of like, got used to it and just enjoyed their enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. I used to do this with my seniors to the original song, which was Roll Back the Rug uh, by Scooter Lee. 
but I remembered that being fast or feeling fast. So Dude, it felt so fast to, to stuck like glue. I was like, yeah. wow, okay. And we had done it to stuck like glue, I want to say like two or three years ago yeah. at Twin Oaks. We did it, I think, Contra just to make it a little spicier. But uh, again, it didn't, it, it, it was, it was one that, um, for you know various reasons we just didn't hold on to and i really liked having it tonight for people who are used to doing case for kicks every every week right. they got their k step fix in yeah yeah um and it's all it, most of it has been familiar steps mm-hmm. because of for whatever reason we've taught already um and so i think that it was just nice getting getting to know that there's these classic dances out there that are still beginner dances that they can enjoy, especially when we're able to make sure that like the song choice that we're using is beneficial to the majority of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that majority of the people dancing Cut a Rug were singing the lyrics to Stuck Like Glue. Mm-hmm. And so like yeah. they were really just having fun with it, which is nice. Keeping the group participation and interest going, we had Larger Than Life, with which not many people knew. Uh, people who have been dancing with us for a while from Sonoma State Line Dance Club learned it years ago so that they could dance it at the Davis Graduate and Stoney's Rock and Rodeo up in Sacramento. And the other people who didn't know it were either singing along or doing their own thing, just kind of freestyling, because that is a get-up-and-dance kind of a song by the Backstreet Boys. Mm-hmm. After that, we had a very familiar dance for many of our regular attendees. I Love a Rainy Night, uh, songs by Eddie Rabbit, and I talked through the steps for several walls. The dance, of course, is by Iris Mooney, and I will, uh, that is one of my Pikes Peak teaches uh, to be... I'm very excited. Yes. Um, yeah, that, that, that is um, probably one that will stay on my to-teach list for quite a while because I like the song, and it's very accessible to to early dancers agreed after that we had rose garden which i have taught i probably even taught it within this calendar year um, at hot monk tavern but i wasn't sure how many people would remember the teach so i talked them through a few walls song was rose garden by scooter lee and eventually i I sat back down so that i could set up the rest of the set but uh, i got to enjoy a few walls while i was up there i am always shocked when it comes to rose garden because i never ever remember it walking to the floor mm. but the second the music starts it's like my body just takes over mm. and i just do the dance and it's like how do how do i know this dance at this point because i'm like i couldn't tell you how it starts i couldn't tell you what happens to it i know there's some turns and some shuffles and a couple coasters and but the second I hear that music, my body's just like, oh, I got this. Mm. So I'm always surprised at it, but I love it so much. It's so much fun to dance to. That one actually mm-hmm. was one of the first dances I learned in L.A. Mm-hmm. by Miss Carrie Kick when we went on one of our road trips. I remember that at the ranch. Yeah, that was that was a really cool experience. So. Yeah. After that, oh, also, I should uh, just kind of shout out Scooter Lee herself because one of our, uh, one of my dancers at uh, formerly Brookdale Senior Living likes that song so much that even though our, our class there does not dance the dance Rose Garden, uh, she likes the song so much that we dance C'est la vie baby to it. 
Sometimes we mix it up and go to the original song, You Never Can Tell, as also covered by Scooter Lee, but mostly, week to week, we dance Say Love You Baby to Rose Garden so that Goldie can enjoy the song Rose Garden yes. by Scooter Lee. After that, uh, I taught this ages ago. I've, I really wanted it to stick because it, it is a very accessible dance. Uh, it's really good for the space at Twin Oaks, which is limited. <laughs> uh, but you know, it it, it, works it just what it. It, it it fits nicely and compactly there. But it was not um, requested from week to week, so I just kind of let it go and didn't keep teaching it at them. Uh, the dance is Cowgirls Twist by Bill Bader. Song uh, was Vince Gill. What the cowgirls do. I did a little quick turbo teach just to keep us all evened up because you started the teaches, so I, f I figured you know, in alternation that would mean I had to finish them uh, so that we would be even. And they they picked it up. The, the people, especially who got there later, the enthusiastic girls, they were able to get this without too much trouble. And I'm glad that people were con continuing to take teaches even as late as this teach. Uh, that was Cowgirls Twist Again by Bill Bader. Uh, for anybody who wants to learn this one or or perhaps teach it, what I like to do with it is do the toe strut or the heel struts going forward and then the back walks as their own unit. And then do the symmetrical bits going left, going right, going left again, going right again. And then the down, down, up, up if you want to do down, down, up, up. Uh, and then again, as another separate unit, then the step and turn. Otherwise, just doing it by eight counts, you're splitting so many eights and finishing an eight with something that happens to the left and starting the eight with the same thing, but to the, it's confusing. So I, I like to break it up in that way. After that, we had Josie's Funk, which I've I taught there before, as well as uh, Twin Oaks, I think. I'm so glad that you brought that one back. That was one that I don't remember where I was recently, but they had played it. And I was so upset because I couldn't remember it mm. well enough that I was like, no, because I loved it when you taught it that first time. Mm. And so I had actually, I personally requested that you bring it back. Mm -hmm. So I was really glad that you had the opportunity to do that tonight. Mm. And I talked through several walls. I danced it until beyond the tag. And then eventually I sat down to finish out the set. Yes. And also, we had some of our dancers from the San Luis Obispo graduate mm -hmm. who knew it, I, I guess, from down there. And I was surprised to see more people than our local people dancing it because I never really know what classics are done where right. uh, these days. We haven't done uh, Much road a contemporary tripping. road trip. Uh, and I think our last big ones were in 2015, 2016. So, we'll uh, rectify that soon enough. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was good to see Josie's Funk back in Sonoma County. After that, for the real hangers-on in the evening, uh, who were hoping that we'd get some more beginner dances out there so that they could continue to enjoy the night all the way to our 10 o'clock hard stop, we played Electric Slide. And we used the classic Electric Slide song, because some people know that as you know El the Elvira, and I think there are subtle differences between like the Freeze, the Texas Freeze, the Elvira Freeze, the Elvira. But... I just keep it simple. I teach. Well, I don't typically teach, but um, I dance electric slide as it is done in so many places. And because we do Elvira at Brookdale, or we, we, we use Elvira the song at Brookdale, formerly Brookdale, for electric slide, I decided to do the same thing here. They're used to, man, I feel like a woman, maybe achy, breaky heart. 
uh, Super Duper Love. Belong With Me. You Belong With Me by Taylor Swift. But I like it to Elvira because it makes me feel like I was dancing it to that in the 90s even though I had no idea what line dancing was. <laughs> After that, I pop quizzed people with uh, Prairie Strut as I really wanted that one to stick. Uh, and people again just didn't didn't request it after it would be taught, so I I'll let that one go as well. But I talked them through it. Uh, the song was Cherokee Boogie uh, by BR five four nine off the album BR five four nine. Ah, that's interesting. There's a hyphen in the album name, but not in the band name, according to Spotify. This is a Hedy McAdams dance, and I think in one of the video tutorials. She's at Kodiak Jack's dancing, oh. if I'm not mistaken. I think that's, that's the cool. one where that happens. Yeah, And I, I like this one because you get to jump up and down. You get to count, call out, hey, Holina. It, it, it's a hoot. I think we even danced this one at Quick Steppers. And you know what? This is one that my sister was able to jump in on because it was so symmetrical. Even as a first-time line yes. dancer, you can dance that dance. After that, we had a dance that many knew but did not uh, did not have the throwback enjoyment up until today of dancing it to the original Mbop Mbop sung by Hanson um, to th- with the dance paired with it Mbop they're used to Emergency by Icona Pop or What Makes You Beautiful by One Direction or so many others yeah this is in Sonoma County especially this is one of those dances that just kind of eats up pop songs and I was glad that they got to experience it to the original. Yeah. Yeah. After that, our final entry into Classics Night was New Flow. I feel like I've just missed every opportunity to dance this where it's been played, uh, including at events where I was in attendance. Maybe I was in the other room. Um, maybe I was dancing something else. I, I have not been able to dance this dance in months. And I'm glad that we had enough people to justify playing it who knew it so that I could dance it as well. I really like this dance by Masters and Lions, song by Big Brovas. And that uh, that concludes the playlist for Classics Night, our first Classics Night. Yes. At Hot Monk Tavern first in First of Nevada. many. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, any final thoughts on this before we uh, we send everyone home to listen to all this music and, and think about <laughs> uh, learning these dances? Ultimately, I needed a change. Mm from our regular playlist and I was so glad that you were game to do the classics night with me mm-hmm. because I just don't think classics are taught anymore enough. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, I really think we need to get back to that and maybe not rush so many dances from the new ones and all that because like the classics are around for a reason and they're so much fun mm-hmm. and I think just everybody would benefit from having at least one classics night every so often. I agree. I, I look forward to our next one. Yes, absolutely. Well, this, this has been Christopher Gonzalez with Megan Barcelia for Line Dance Podcast uh, at linedance.podcast.com and on linedancer-radio.com. We thank you for tuning in once again. Until next time, we will see, see you on, on the, the dance, dance floor. floor.